Welcome everybody to the Academy of Esports. I am your host, James Reagan. And this week I have no guest. This is not a conversational uh, show that I am doing today. This show is going to be me. Uh, it is a solo show, so no guest. We will have guests in the coming future for conversations. Uh, but this is a three-year anniversary. Three years ago, I uh, launched this show, and it has been quite the journey in the last three years. Uh, a lot of interesting people I've had conversations with all along the way, interesting people I have met, interesting people who have reached out to me. And one of the things that I have talked about for the longest time is how esports is kind of a space race. But a lot of people have also said they see esports as a bit of the Wild West. And I used to use that analogy quite a bit. But uh, in reflecting on the three years of work that has gone into this podcast, the three years of guests and conversations that have taken place, the people I've met over the years, I don't ever see this anymore as a Wild West. The Wild West uh, has a couple of problems with the analogy in my mindset. Number one, uh, the West, the Wild West wasn't even really the Wild West in a lot of ways. Yes, there was, you know, fantastic Americana, fantastic storylines, uh, politics, intrigue all along the way. But by and large, the Wild West was, uh, I guess you could say, quietly settled in a lot of ways. But also there was a sense of adventure. Yes, there was a sense of speculation. But to me, the problem with that analogy also is that the Wild West is something that is finite, meaning that after a while, I think uh, the wild, quote unquote, Wild West we're talking is post-Mexican-American Wars. So we're talking really post-1846 and really more post-Civil War uh, in the United States. And really, it ended around a time of World War One. So we're talking around 1914, 1918, really when Arizona and New Mexico became states just before World War One. So you're looking at something that has ended and there really is nothing else that can be said to it other than it is in this definite time period that it happened. Space race, for example, though. Uh, which I prefer to use as the analogy now going forward when we are talking about all the great things that are happening in esports is 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 a much, I think, better analogy. And here's why. Number one, first off, um, take out the geopolitics, uh, geopolitics of the idea of the space race, OK, which is hard to do because, I mean, the space race really was a race between the Americans and the Russians primarily. October 4th, 1957, at 7.28 p.m., it was confirmed that the Soviet Union had launched Sputnik 1 into space, and thus the space race was born. But really, the space race started years before. It was uh, a post-World War II. The, the Germans had been working on rockets and rocket technology all through World War II. Um, the United States actually in 1955 had said, hey, part of the Eisenhower administration, we are going to get a satellites into orbit around the Earth. But it was really that launch of Sputnik that really brought a lot of people to the idea of this space race. My father even talks about how growing up and watching television, it used to be before Sputnik. Uh, my father was born in 1946, so he was a, about 11 years old when Sputnik was launched. But television shows before then had been primarily Westerns. After Sputnik, we had this tremendous push in the United States around pop culture to do more space, uh, space travel and space exploration. 
STEM. I mean, we talk about STEM today like it is some sort of uh, new thing, but boy, when Sputnik 1 launched, there was a major, massive push in this country to have STEM-related education brought to the forefront. So again, I see so much more when we're talking about esports being more of a space race than a Wild West. A few other analogies here uh, as we go through this topic. Number one, um, you know, the the space race has or had and still has because I still see what we're doing today, even a bit of a space race, even though there is no longer a USSR, uh, there is still that sense of competition. But there's also uh, in the space race, there's a lot of smart people. Uh, it is it is not just uh, one or a few people who are doing some really uh, fabulous things. But in the space race, we had a lot of smart people trying to do things for a number of different countries with with ideas of profit. Yes. And in, in, in esports, we do have some a lot of smart people who are entering it right now who are out to make profit. But we also there's a sense of altruism. There's a sense of a higher purpose uh, when you sometimes when you talk about the space race and we see that a lot with esports. Especially in the scholastic scene, we see a lot of educators who are trying to really connect with kids in new ways for altruistic purposes, for purposes of a higher order, not for profit and not necessarily even for financial gain for themselves, uh, whether they're starting a nonprofit association or just working with their kids in the school and doing it free of charge. Uh, But there is this, again, this sense of what we are doing now for kids can benefit us down the road. And the space race uh, when you look at uh, how NASA and the NASA, NASA transfer program helped to uh, bring about new technological changes, even in the United States, not at the uh, not, not just at the computer level, but even some of the basic things that we were using. For example, uh, the microwave oven that many of us have and we don't even think about. It. I think you can go on Amazon's website right now and get a microwave oven for sixty dollars. Uh, that's direct result of the NASA transfer program. Uh, that technology was developed for in-space use. And, and again, we see it today as just something that is so mundane, but is something that everybody seems to have. We're thinking about the, the, the things that eSports is pushing for everybody. Uh, High-performance mice. We're looking at mice and keyboards in totally different ways than we have in the past. We've looking, we were looking at the ways that entertainment is delivered to us so much differently than it is in the past. Even how we view competition and our expectation of levels for uh, interaction in these competitions is changing. I just saw uh, in this past week the NFL is going, to, uh, going into a new contract primarily with ESPN and uh, Fox and even Amazon. But what's really interesting about the contract to me wasn't just the broadcast of the games, but the NFL worked out deals too to also incorporate more social media and and conversational aspects into the games itself, which when you look at a platform like Twitch, for example, there is a tremendous amount of social interaction taking place. So it is something that I think uh, as we look again, nothing like this happened in the Wild West. Uh, Wild West did, in a lot of ways, it was able to be opened up because of communications. Primarily, the um, telegraph was a great way, and the, and the railroad system was a great way uh, that the, the West was opened up. But again, the space race, I mean, we think about, again, the altruistic nature of it. We think about the technological advances 
that came out of the space race. And here's the thing that I love the most about the space race. And, and again, if you, if you just look at the geopolitical side, if you look at the Soviet Union versus the United States, I think the space race is still going on. You have China who's involved in it now. You have private people. Elon Musk is helping the space race reignite, reignite the space race in new ways. Uh, you've got uh, Japan who is launching satellites now regularly and, and probes. India has gotten involved in launching uh, probes. It is something that is becoming very international, and it's becoming international and different depending on what the country needs. Uh, the United States, of course, uh, the first man on the moon was Neil Armstrong, and, and that was, I guess you could say, the peak of the old space race. But we're really in a new one right now, and that's what we see with esports. We see all these different countries, all these different groups who are getting involved in esports right now, and they're doing it in ways that are specific to them. Nobody is telling them what they need to do. Nobody is telling them how they need to do it. They are doing it for their own purposes and their own needs. This is like a space race that's specific to everybody. What they need this to be. What do you need esports to be? You can make it that. It doesn't have to be the turnkey solution that a lot of these groups are coming at people with. It is not the big companies that have to drive all of this. Now, that's not to say that big companies don't have a, a role in this. You know, the space race in the United States was not just NASA. Yes, NASA was and it still is the large, again, the, the place that brings all this together. But let's think about what went in to make the Apollo uh, Saturn, excuse me, the Saturn V rocket. That was not just NASA saying, hey, we're going to build this rocket. That's working with Grumman Aerospace to help build the lunar module, which my father actually worked on. Uh, IBM building the computer that ran the uh, lunar probe, or excuse me, the lunar lander and the rockets uh, on something that most kids nowadays have a much more powerful calculator than what was used on the computer on the Saturn V rocket. It, it was really an effort of industry, government, and the private sector uh, and people to come together to make it uh, function and operate. And that's what we're seeing right now with esports. It isn't just Activision and Blizzard who is driving all of this. You know, again, there's there's characters and people involved in this. There's pop culture that's being built around this. There's so many wonderful things and aspects and flavors to to esports right now. I I see just this this so much possibility again around making it what you or what anybody wants your esports experience to be. But here's the thing that I love the most about the analogy of the space race. Again, think of, let's, let's juxtapose this with the Wild West. The Wild West is finite. It is something that is, uh, was closed. It's no, I mean, you can go to certain aspects of, you know, Montana and Idaho and Wyoming, and yes, you can still see things in its preserved natural state before uh, people came to it. But in the space race, what we're talking about is something that is infinite. What we're talking about is is exploration and, again, bringing all these really brilliant people uh, to the table because when you're talking about a vacuum of space, there is nothing that uh, is more than, than what you need than smart people. You can't get into space without smart people, without the proper resources, without the proper mindset. The, the opportunity to uh, try something and fail, but also the opportunity to, uh, to use a... a a practical term that I love to use, uh, a moonshot. Uh, a moonshot project is something where it is uh, 
a bold idea, something that, that nobody has ever done and something that could succeed or fail. If it fails, it's going to be a spectacular fail. But if it, if it succeeds, it's a spectacular success. There is we have these things going on right now in the esports world. And again, the infiniteness of space and the infinite opportunities that we have to make esports what we need it to be uh, for kids, for amateurs, for pros. All of this is is so much fun. And I love seeing I, I used to step into uh, four or five years ago when somebody would come into the esports world and say, oh, we're going to come in and we're going to change all this and we're going to do all, you know, make make waves and and, and change the landscape. And. You know, I used to look at that with a lot of hesitation. I used to look at that with a lot of speculation. And as a mindset for me over the last three years, what I've had to change and what I have changed is that I'm much more open to listen to new people coming into this space with new ideas uh, because there are, like I said, a lot of smart people that are coming into the space. That's not to say everybody who's coming into this space has altruistic wants. Uh, that's not to say that everybody is coming in with good ideas, but it's in this collaboration that I've found in this in this work that we are all doing um, to make this space uh, something that is welcoming for all. I mean, that's uh, that's what we want with with, you know, with the space race. We want it to uplift everybody and we want esports in the same way to uplift everybody. I think that the the perfect uh, pop culture reference, I think that most people are going to understand right away around the promise of the space race isn't Star Wars, okay? But it is Star Trek. Star Trek is the ultimate promise of what the space race can be. It, when you, If you've ever watched the original Star Trek, in 1966, when that show launched, it was not, it was groundbreaking for a number of reasons, not just for the storyline, but it was groundbreaking because of the characters on that show. Think about it. In the Star Trek world, you're talking in, I think it's the 23rd century. So you're talking uh, 200 years in the future from now. You see on a cruise ship, on a spaceship, you see a Russian along an American. You see a Japanese character. You see an African-American. Star Trek was where we saw the first interracial kiss on television. Well, I didn't. I wasn't alive back then. But people who did see it saw the first interracial kiss. The space race, again, is that idea that we as a society and as a world... When we come together, we can do such amazing things. And as I look at the esports world, as I look at who's coming into this space and who is potentially making waves and wanting to make changes, we are seeing really amazing things happening right now across cultures. We're realizing that, yes, women have to have a space in this equal to men. Yes, those who are underrepresented need to have equal access and equal space. We realize that this is an infinite non-turnkey possibility and the possibilities in the esports world are endless.